Well, Brent, I had found something the other day, uh, and by the other day, I mean yesterday. Um, it's been a long weekend. Was it your perineum? Uh, I don't want to talk about that right now, but I will show you later. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was looking on Spotify, and I was trying, I think I was trying to make sure that we were on Spotify. Uh, spoiler alert, anybody listening to this on Spotify, we are indeed on there as a as a, as a show, as a podcast. Oh, and uh, here's the thing. There are two other Let's Talk About Stuffs on what? Spotify now, Brent. Yes. How? Within the last year. We, we destroyed one I know. in year one of the show. Was I it know. like episode 11 or something like that? Yeah, it was early We destroyed on. them. They're from Canada. Yeah. You know? So. It, we yeah. used our, our mighty American might to. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. To just, yeah, clobber them in episode 11. But, uh, yeah, yeah um, uh, one I fear is much better than ours. And one is just interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll explain both of them. Uh, one is the <laughs> Let's Talk About Stuff podcast by Stephanie McCown. And, Wait. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but notice. Stephanie, Stephen. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Well, this podcast uh, started out being called Raised Evangelical. But it's uh, raised R A Z E D because oh. it is former evangelicals discussing mm-hmm. growing up in the church life and leaving it. And okay. she changed it and she started this show back in January 29th of 2020. So uh, almost exactly a year ago. And uh, February of last year, uh, February 6th, she debuted their. Oh, sorry. No, uh, October 16th, they said the new name, but. February, uh, December was like their first episode as let's talk about stuff. Hmm. Uh, and it is interesting because they don't have the exclamation point in their name like we do, but mm. she does have it on the logo. There is an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and it looks kind of like it's uh, make sure I'm not going to play this really loud here. Uh, the logo looks like a uh, like a 1990s DC talk album. I don't know if you know that, but some of our <laughs> listeners certainly would. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like a it's smudgy, like a type font. It's like a type font over like a smudgy like uh, painted background or whatever. Uh, but I listened to a little bit of it. It was interesting enough. It's it's basically like a, a podcast which strives to have real conversations about diverse topics with guests who keep it real. Um, so this one is uh, you know former evangelicals uh, for that kind of thing. It does sound interesting to me in particular, which is fun that they are called that the other one is the the fucking cool one man and um it's uh also let's talk about stuff by sakura cow 1989 bilingual podcast by sakura cow rant about english learning my life in america and other sick ass stuff god damn it we missed the mark on that one uh, wait mm-hmm. what which one is this this one is sakura cow uh sakura s-a-k-u-r-a and then c-o Sakura So, can you show me on your, certainly your screen what, it, what the logo looks like? Oh, what is that, like a piece of pizza? It's a piece of melted pizza with an eyeball in it. Oh my god, this show holy shit. It's so much cooler than ours. She is a Japanese woman living in America talking about her life in America and other sick-ass stuff. And she basically does like every other sentence. She'll do like Japanese and then American and kind of like tell a story or whatever it's way cooler than our show i gotta say mm-hmm. uh and this one started not too long ago june 10th 2020 so wow okay we've got some sister um, podcasts man 
Well, as you were saying that, I pulled up my Spotify app on my phone mm-hmm. and I typed in Let's Talk About Stuff and I found a third one. Well, I guess a fourth one, counting us. But <laughs> it looks like this. I don't know if you can see. It's like kind of rainbowed oh, out on their on logo here. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, here we talk more than surface level. Our goal is to learn. Wait, hold on. I fucked up reading. Hold on. <laughs> Our goal is to learn in knowledge how to become effective leaders, gain new perspective, and discuss ways to become more socially aware, specifically for teens. Oh, wow. We, we spread positive culture and uplift each other. Wait. And uplift each other's oh, typo in our communities. Um, Paris Wooden, nice try. I don't think so. <laughs> Looks like it started in oh, January of yeah. this year. That one January just 2nd. started. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but I like that it's let's talk about stuff, period, instead of exclamation point. Oh, wow. like, mm. It's a serious show. Yeah, seats taken. Okay. <laughs> wow, so there's four total right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, wow. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention, let's talk about gay stuff um, of course. with the much better, much better. Uh, abbreviation L tags. Like <laughs> it just, that, that actually makes yeah, sense. Uh-huh. You know, like tags is a word. Taz is not anything, no. um, but we're still going to keep it and roll with it because we don't know better to not do that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good. Um, one of them did lean in the, uh, uh, the let's talk about stuff. That's like the evangelical Christian one. They are leaning into the uh, replacing stuff with a title for an episode or something. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. like, let's talk about love and allyship. Like we had mm-hmm. kind of messed around with that early in our show as well. I think where in the in the show we would kind of be like, let's talk about this comic book or whatever, and then we yeah. quickly abandoned that because it was like tedious uh, to mm-hmm. say all the time, I guess. But uh, I, I think it was main, mainly like not remembering because That's i do true. feel like that that does reinforce the branding of the show right but we've just chosen to simply not do that yeah we didn't do a good job at it mm-hmm. she's yeah. she's embracing it i think that's a good idea but it didn't work for us but i i wish her well with it uh yeah. and this amazing name that they had clearly stolen i hope that she has a large listener base and then when she like tells people to check out let's talk about stuff people find our show instead <laughs> <laughs> because i do i do check our stats every once in a while and we do have like a massive increase like just like out of nowhere for whatever mm-hmm. reason on many many episodes of our show and i'm like i wonder why yeah, so i wonder if it's this lady from. who's like trying to like tell your friends about let's talk about stuff but they're not specific to like mm-hmm. her show yep and it's like oh it must be this one with these two bozos <laughs> <Yeah>. on it <laughs> yeah on the cover right sure yeah that's definitely gonna be it yeah yeah um yeah I, I would love to if they stumbled upon an episode with like uh when david hopkins and i were discussing our christian upbringing and they were like mm-hmm. what if they listened to that whole episode they're like yeah this is that show she was talking about Stephanie yeah. was talking about. <laughs> and they listen to another one and they're like what is happening what is mm-hmm. this show but then they get hooked you know because we're, yeah. we're hookable we, that's we're weird hookable. they were talking about hmm. being raised christian but now it's just like <laughs> 47 minutes of come talk. All right. Cool, I guess. That's what happens whenever you leave the church. Hey, you know, you want to talk about creationism. You got to create people with come, hey. you know? God damn it, is that how we're going to start the show? Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, uh, we're Speaking doing of creating it. things, you know? Yeah. We're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. This Let's Talk About Stuff, which is this Uh one and this one only. Our show, welcome. That's right. 
You know what? We should have been like, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Together, we're both sorry. Here we are again. <laughs> well, yeah, let's go back. I'm gonna, yeah, we're okay. going to edit okay. that okay. in. We're going to splice that in. Yeah. That'll, that'll yeah. go okay. well. Okay. 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 So, Brent. Hello. How are you doing? Mm, terrible. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to your 30s. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't. I don't know what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're just going to talk about stuff like we usually do. Oh, okay. We're Interesting. Just, uh, Interesting concept. We're just going to do that, and mm. uh, it's going to be good and funny. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Pick a lane. We can't do both. <laughs> it's definitely going to be long. And, and two hours' time, basically, we're both going to be like, when can I get out of here? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully the people yeah. aren't listening to thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> good, good transition. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I wanted to bring up something that I had watched recently. No. Brent, please. You said I could go this time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Yes, please. I, I am eager to, to hear okay. what you have dove in into. Totally, totally a word. That's great. Mm. Um, uh, you know, this resetting has really fucked me up. I feel like we were on a roll, <laughs> and then I, I got lost. I got lost immediately. I'm trying to recover, but not, like, real we're hard. We're back into it. It's okay. Yeah. This, it'll flow once we start talking about things, and then maybe mm. some stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, good. That's okay. That would help me. We yeah. can talk about stuff. That would be great. Good. Excellent. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one of the stuffs I wanted to talk about was uh, I recently Okay, yeah, you go ahead. Okay. Should I go ahead? Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Sorry, there's a delay. <laughs> there is really a delay, but I don't know if this is a bit or not. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um, I recently said that I was... Whenever wa- you're ready, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I had recently talked about Broadchurch which uh, we were watching the first season we had finished, and we were in the second season. So we have finished the whole series. I just wanted mm. to touch base back on that. Um, the The third season was, uh, I guess, the, the first two seasons are kind of one big story. The, there's like a murder and an investigation, and then they find a person in the second season as the trial. goes over about a year. The third season uh, came out two years after the second one, and it transports it like three years later after those events, and it has like a new story. Um, so it was okay. The the third season, it's like the same detectives, but a, a new event um, that kind of transpires to to start an investigation. But uh, I'd mentioned that the show was like really depressing, but very good. And uh, I want to report back: still very depressing, but also still very good. Um, basically, I'd watch it totally for uh, David Tennant and um, can't remember her name right now because I don't have it in front of me. But Olivia something something Newton John. <laughs> That's- Really changes Is that the, the show. one that you want. That's oh, wow, Brent. Mm. That was that was really good. Uh, I do have to look this up though because I yep. will totally forget, and I, I don't want to say that. Olivia Coleman. Um, oh, it's close. You're close. Yeah, she's uh, mm. she's fantastic in it, and uh, so overall, I would I would still recommend the show. I just wanted to mention that we'd finished it. Um, oh, uh, another one though that I'm in the middle of. I I. We started the DCEU rewatch recently, and uh, it's been slow mm-hmm. going because we don't want to do it. 
uh, you and I. <laughs> but we've made the commitment. <laughs> but we've made a commitment. Uh, yeah. But I had watched the uh, original Superman, the movie by Richard Donner, um, around when we watched Man of Steel. And then I was, mm-hmm. I've been watching Superman 2, and I just wanted to report in. Uh, I've been saving this for two weeks now, trying to be like, uh, when can I finish this movie? And I can say I've watched Superman 2. But Brent, it has taken me two weeks to mm-hmm. get through Superman 2. It is yeah, it's a been. slog. Uh, yeah, they're sure. really just a whole different world. Um, there was one one scene, or I guess two scenes that were back to back in particular that were fucking cracking me up. And I, Amanda, my wife, was in bed next to me. I was had on a projector in front of me. She didn't hear it, but she just looked up and saw this thing going on. Uh, that there's a scene where uh, Superman and, and Lois uh, have sex in the Fortress of Solitude. I did not remember that. Oh, and they okay. do it on metallic silver sheets. And like a bit, it looks like a giant beanbag. Kind Is that of like them. whenever, um, uh, like someone is rescued from like a fire, they put that like metal, it like, like that. foil looking yes. cape on them? Okay. <laughs> it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it's totally bizarre. Uh, yeah, it, I'll show you this, uh, this little thing, Brent. It, uh, they wake up like this. Oh. Yeah, they're just cuddling hey, each other in these silver sheets, these alien sheets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Silk, he changed them because it was their first time doing it. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, right before this, also, it has uh, Zod and the other two crypto, uh, Kryptonians, Kryptonians uh, mm-hmm. flying by. They're using their new powers that they are like like Superman, and they fly by the uh, Mount Rushmore, and they, they why is there, they're just like looking and they're like, I don't like these faces. And they just use their lasers to like change it to their faces. And then Lincoln's face just crumbles off. And it, mm-hmm. and then the next scene is this of, of Superman and Lois post-coital sitting mm-hmm. in the satin sheets. And that's what Amanda looked up at. And I was like, I stopped it because she was laughing so hard. And I was like, Superman 2 makes Wonder Woman 1984 look like Iron Man. Right. <laughs> like, we watched when we watched Wonder Woman 1984, and people were like, "Yeah, it's like the old Superman movies." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I get that." And then I watched the first one. I was like, "Yeah, totally like different world, you know, like different era. You can get away with the cheesiness." And I'm like, "Oh my god, like it's okay." Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the first Superman better, but like it is so boring to me overall that I've been like, I'll watch like 15 minutes at a time, and I'm like, "That's it for yeah. the day," <laughs> and I'll get back to it. But I just want to finish it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird, man. There's a lot of weird shit in it. I know they had some um, some drama behind the scenes yeah, yeah. when making that movie because Dick Donner, who directed the first one, was directing the second one. But I don't remember exactly what turmoil happened to where he like left or got fired or or what mm-hmm. the scenario was there. But I know was it another director that was brought in yeah. or like somebody? It's like um, like a DP Donner was filming them kind of back to back or some even like concurrently with Superman and Superman oh. two. And then oh, okay. they like <clears throat> took time off to release Superman one. And I guess he didn't get along with the producers. I think it's the Sel- Selkines or Selkins. Um, hmm. And they hated him. So he just like <clears throat> got fired, basically. And then they brought in a new guy, uh, Richard Lester, I think is his name. Um, he had been <clears throat> sorry. He had been like a cinematographer or, or something, or like a second unit director. Um, he knew Richard Donner and stuff, but he they kind of brought him in. And then they had to reshoot some of Richard Donner's stuff so he could get a directing credit so Richard uh, Lester could. They had to like reshoot some of that sh- shit so he could do like 51% of the movie. 
<clears throat> Gene Hackman wouldn't come back and film any more scenes than he had filmed already with Richard Donner as like in Solidarity, and so like certain like Marlon Brando had like disputes. There's like all kinds of shit that went on. So there's a Richard Donner cut of this movie that I'd really love to see. Where mm-hmm. in 2006 they went back and like restored some footage and stuff, um, and I hear it's a better movie, but I couldn't find it streaming anywhere, which really sucked. So yeah, um, I guess it was released as like a special feature on the Superman Returns DVD at that time. So have um, you checked Fubo? Oh or man, Tubi? I didn't check Fubi or, or Tubo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I looked at the, all the apps and stuff and I uh, couldn't find it anywhere. But uh, the the originally released version I, uh, is yeah, kind of kind of a slog for me. Yeah, interesting. Superman Two: The Battle of Two Dicks <clears throat> yeah. behind the scenes. Oh wow! <laughs> um, isn't there Cleared a scene? Well. In yeah, in Superman two, where he like throws his chess logo at somebody and like traps them in it. I haven't seen that yet. Do you recall that? I'm hoping. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that comes up now, though. Oh, spoiler I, you're, alert! You're still watching it. I'm still currently. I'm still like 30 minutes away from the end. Wow. I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I thought you had finished it. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> well, hey, spoilers. Yeah. I'm sorry if that's what I'll sit for you. I kept waiting to. I have it on my notes, and I keep. I've been for like two weeks. I've been like, oh, when I finish it, I can finally mention this sh- this movie on the show. And then I'm, I finally today, I'm like, I, I can't wait another week. I just want to talk about it to get it out of there. I'll finish it sometime this mm-hmm. week. It's not good. It's weird to revisit. Uh, yeah. I am still looking forward to Supergirl because Supergirl. Oh, okay. So, so I've never seen it. Never seen it. I know. It's like uh, 1984, I think. It was like the year before I was born. Mm. I think whenever I grew up, I just had a, a big crush on her. So um, I'm intrigued to see if it like sparks memories because I haven't seen it since I was a little bitty kid. And uh, mm-hmm. it'd be really interesting to, uh, to to do that. But these movies, too, I was like, oh, I used to watch these movies all the time. And like now I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, yeah, they were they were a certain era for sure. This this is very true. Um, and speaking of which, I'm going to uh, mention something that I watched recently. Yeah. Finally finished because I did the same thing. I had like started this a couple of weeks ago and it's just been kind of like. I guess I'll watch like 10 minutes of this and try to get through it. Uh, Alien 3, the movie. Oh, yeah. I previously <laughs> spoken about William Gibson's uh, script and comic form. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, the Terror Table reached out to us on Instagram, and they had like just mentioned that, uh, like the script, I guess, on their show. Oh, cool. Um, That's funny. Like the same week. Weird. So be- between that and WAP, we're, <laughs> we're kind of synced up a little bit. <laughs> just for no reason in particular. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. Alien and WAP. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Wet alien pussy. Uh, oh, hey. Steven. Oh, Was that on the comic? On. Is that a show title? <laughs> um, but so I, I watched the movie and the, the like original screenplay is clearly very different than mm. um, than the like the movie that we got. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so intrigued. And I was trying to. Th- and you said that you haven't seen Alien 3 in a long time, right? Yeah, and I maybe have seen it once. Like, I really mm-hmm. don't remember it at, at all. Well, like, the whole thing with the Alien franchise, especially, like, going back to rewatch this, is, like, Alien, there's an alien in that movie. Aliens, there's aliens in that movie, <laughs> right? There's more. This one, the logo stylized is Alien Cubed. I was like, wait. Yeah. So are they... What is that? And are there... Are there just three aliens or it's like aliens to the third power mm-hmm. but it's just like it's not aliens three it's alien three. Oh, so is wow. it just yeah, yeah. is it is there does a, a giant cube come into play 
is there an ice tray they they walk into no i don't know i think it was just like styled that way mm-hmm, confusing mm-hmm. for me yeah, yeah, for right sure. i get hung up on logos i can't help it um so uh the other thing i got hung up on with this movie is that like in the first two movies i guess originally ripley was supposed to be like a male character but mm. eventually they cast sigourney weaver but they didn't really like change anything to make her like more feminine or whatever yeah, it's yeah. just like this is this character just happens to be a woman and you move on for two movies we had that and then this movie <laughs> they really harp on her being like female and it's and i understand that it's like she crash lands on this prison planet full of these dudes mm. who have taken a vow of celibacy because they're also religious hmm. which you know i guess happens in prison sometimes but this is like i don't know it's weird they just like focus on it too much yeah, yeah. and it's like guys we're i would assume we would be past this at this point <laughs> yeah. like you didn't have to make it about this i don't know it just seems weird and i guess this is richard Don or no <laughs> good lord not richard Don- <laughs> uh, david fincher's first film <clears throat> oh weird, from what yeah. i understand um and man it is whew, it's rough it's it's a little bit rough a little bit corny um and yeah he definitely gets better as a filmmaker but the the um man what is his name do do you have the cast list pulled up i yeah i certainly can uh yep what do you got there's um sigourney weaver i i always like her but i i feel like her dialogue is like Mm. pretty bad in this movie Mm -hmm. however uh, i think his name is charles s dutton yep is in this movie oh my god oh yeah like that dude he is fucking awesome. I think he had a TV show called Rock, if I remember correctly. I see it on like here. RLC I don't remember that show. He's uh, he's in Rudy. Uh, he's like the janitor that helps Rudy and Rudy. Oh, I like him in uh, that. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, but he was great in this movie. He was like he was acting his ass off. Everybody else is doing some like I don't know war, water world acting mm. is is what I would say. Yeah, yeah, good level. But uh i don't know like this movie is just okay i don't think i would ever need to watch this <laughs> movie again the primary reason i'm going back to rewatch these alien movies is because i listen to a podcast called with Gorley and rust mm. where they talk about horror movies primarily um and they go through different franchises right now they're on the alien franchise so i'm going back and kind of watching along gotcha. as they release these uh episodes of their show um because it's like the franchise i have the most interest in and it's the one that's like Honestly, most easily available to me. There you go. <laughs> through, <laughs> through various streaming services. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? I'll give this a shot. Um, I've started Alien Resurrection. I'm about 20 minutes into that. Yep. Uh, and oh boy, <laughs> that was weird. It's weird <laughs> already, but it's still like it's all kind of better than Alien 3 to me so far. Mm-hmm. It's written by Joss Whedon, oh, uh, wow. which I had no clue yeah. about. Um, I'm not familiar with the director of the movie, but um, it's it's weird. I'm not expecting it to be good, but at least it moves at a little quicker pace and the acting isn't so poor right away, mm-hmm. at least not 20 minutes in. But we'll see how the, the rest of it goes. But um, yeah, Alien 3 is a pass for me, dog. <laughs> All right. I have so many questions because I found this this journey for you is very intriguing to me, especially with uh, reading the comic of that. Uh, mm-hmm. First, I want to say that the director of Alien Resurrection is Jean-Pierre Junet. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting. Because oui, oui. he did Alien Resurrection, and then his next movie was Amelie. You ever seen Amelie before? It's really good. I've had an omelet. Is that what? It's close. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. It's, that's like this pixie-haired chick. You might remember, like, the poster and stuff. Oh, yeah, I've seen like that, that yeah, before. Totally. I just, like, sometimes I see filmographies, and, like, especially, like, 
the movie right before after it's like mm-hmm. alien resurrection of course the fourth alien movie that people clearly love and then he directed mm-hmm. amelie which people actually love uh that's just like so interesting to me but i didn't know now, Josh she at that that's crazy what's interesting <clears throat> with the connective tissue between the two she's actually the queen alien in alien resurrection i don't know if huh. that's, <laughs> that's that's accurate Is that, that makes for real? sense to me uh yeah it is canon that's old task canon yeah okay cool cool you can't say it's not oh man uh but yeah i had no idea that joss whedon wrote that that'd be really interesting to revisit Mm -hmm. just for that reason um yeah so um for uh i wanted to ask about gorley rust are they did they review the comic as well for alien 3 no i don't know if they're aware of it or not i just started the episode of uh on alien cubed uh this morning awesome and uh yeah they, they haven't mentioned anything so far um i don't know if they'll ever like dive into that side of it i think they're they're probably just like focused on the like films of whatever franchise they're doing but so we're doing better than they are because we're bringing in all the sources yeah 100 percent. and are they making money off of their patreon yeah of course are we no we're actively losing money by paying soundcloud to host our show every month since 2017 however Mm -hmm. back to you uh you make me think though the two uh, let's talk about stuff podcast that I found uh, the the other day. Uh, both of them had mentioned that uh, you could go to like support them and they are using, I can't remember what it's called, but there's like a Spotify like uses like a podcast thing or they own like another company that has like a website to like host podcasts. And it, mm-hmm. I, I really love if they're actually making money and we're, we're not, and they just started and we've been this for three years and they're like, Oh, we figured this out way before you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fantastic. But, uh, so what did you think of the script versus the movie for alien cubed? Did you like the script? I mean, I, I don't know if either of them are really great, but did you like it more? So here's the thing is I hated parts of both of them. <laughs> it was like the worst of both worlds is kind of like what they gave us because I do like the the comic and I like the general like story of it being like, I don't know, like the, the prison planet thing like wasn't pulled off well, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like um, I can see kind of what they were going for, but it's just like, I don't know, it's corny and like all the dudes there, um, they all generally look the same they all wear the same general like drab clothing they all have like shaved heads because they're like i don't know if they're like becoming like monk like or whatever but they they all have shaved heads so mm. when like one of them dies i'm like wait which one was that like i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know baldies okay yeah plus they're all prisoners <laughs> and like i don't outside of like charles s dutton like i don't really yeah care about any of them and he wears glasses so big difference yeah. big difference for him um and then like on the comic side of it there is ripley was not even in that she's like mm-hmm. she's still in cryostasis throughout the whole thing and and the the movie newt and uh white scarface uh both die really like early oh, no, on just yeah. like off screen and then in the comic both of those characters are alive but newt gets sent to i don't know someplace in america to live with her her parents mm. and then her grandparents or whatever and then uh white scarface is there like among the action but i like i don't i don't care about him as a character mike yeah i i know he was in the second movie but otherwise i don't know clearly i don't even know his name yeah you know? so <laughs> paul riser but <laughs> no no the different guy different guy yeah no i just uh i don't i'm not sure which one you're talking about but i'm gonna imagine exactly paul yeah exactly, exactly. right yeah yeah um, so yeah yeah that's uh that's in, that's interesting uh, i've never really cared to go back to revisit the full series before but you talking about it mm-hmm. has made me more want to go back 
uh, it's really just yeah. those first two that I like so much. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm intrigued by your journey. So keep keep going, man, and fill us in so we don't have to watch it. I'm going to keep on trucking. <laughs> Ideally, like my my main like stopping point is the Alien versus Predator movies, plural, mm. um, because I just love it when franchises come together, yeah. even if they're bad. At least it's like the fun novelty of, you know, a crossover yeah. for me. So. Yeah, looking forward to that side of it. I I'm already dreading watching <laughs> Covenant because yeah. I ju- it just did not click with me at all. Like outside of the the quality of the the film itself, I'm just like this is too sci-fi for me. Too mm-hmm. like cosmic sci-fi. I don't I can't like track all this stuff. So I might stop after the the Predator crossover movies. Yeah, they it's such an interesting series because they start off even the first one like is action even though it's like a horror movie sort of mm-hmm. it's um they really like took a, a simple concept and then like they did some really grand things with prometheus and an alien covenant which i honestly can't remember ever watching covenant um i read something about it the other day and i was like i don't remember seeing that at all so i really don't know that i ever attempted it i think prometheus kind of threw me off oh okay maybe i misspoke did i say covenant i meant prometheus but it's yeah okay prometheus i was not okay i was not a fan i've I've not seen covenant either well oh so yeah it'd be interesting i heard Mm -hmm. covenant's better than prometheus and they try to right some of the wrongs but i'm still like they asked a lot of grand questions in prometheus that i was like i don't want any of this like yeah one i didn't think it was like great like the 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 new questions or the answers or whatever they're trying to give expanding on the universe but i'm like man you took this really simple concept (laughs) of these like acid-blooded aliens who were like really deadly mm-hmm. and like creepy and stuff and you're like you really went somewhere that i'm like i don't know what the p- purpose of this really is mm-hmm. and so it's like such a weird thing like i don't know looking like looking forward from seeing alien for the first time what would anybody ever think this is like what it would become i think yeah i hope people at that time at least once once predator came out were like oh man i want to see these fight i hope that's been going on since the 80s and people were like yeah. f- like fucking stoked when it finally came out you know that that i can get behind um or that that scene in predator 2 where there's an alien skull up on the yeah. predator's trophy wall or whatever yeah so that was like oh early 90s God. yeah i think yeah right yeah Danny mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> glover up there uh yeah but uh mm-hmm. i i do uh, i'm glad that you'll be experiencing that part of it after these uh kind of horrible sequels because mm-hmm. maybe that'll actually be a little fun so yeah we'll see We'll see. Um, yeah. So I probably could have lumped this in with Superman 2 because it, it also goes with that. But I just wanted to get that out of the way. So uh, mm-hmm. I watched another Superman-esque story. And uh, this oh, is my favorite okay. DCEU movie of all time. Brightburn. Brightburn. Okay. Best one yet. Ooh. No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet, but it is on my list of things to watch. It is far better than Man of Steel. It is not it's not like a, my favorite movie or it's not that, that great or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. James Gunn produced and I, I guess his brothers wrote it. Uh, there were other guns that I don't recognize their first names. But uh, um, so that bodes well for me. I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about it. I just knew it's kind of like what if Superman was evil and uh, it's kind of like that kind of story or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks plays uh, the mom. She plays kind of the the ma kent role uh, although it's not nothing with superman obviously it's like it's a, it's its own thing but uh mm-hmm. it was cool um it wasn't fantastic but i had a lot of fun with it way more than i've had watching anything else of these dc movies <laughs> right um yeah and it was uh it was cool concept after talking to austin the other week um about how superman you know could be approached or whatever 
And I knew of the comic, or I guess a series or whatever. There's there's something about like Superman. Like, what if you landed in Russia? Um, like back in the day, right? Red Sun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's such an interesting mm-hmm. concept of like what a what if, you know, and how would he be raised and how would that affect him? And this is like a different way, where it's like for various reasons like what if he goes bad and uh overall i I won't spoil anything more uh than saying that i just uh i liked some of the things they did i thought it posed uh, a premise that could have been like other questions could have been asked and i I would have liked that too um but what they did with it like as as, like a little horror movie and stuff with like a little kid with superpowers i was like yeah this is kind of rad so uh Mm -hmm. yeah it was cool I i would recommend it i think i watched it on I think I, I don't remember where I watched it. I don't know if it was streaming on HBO Max or something like that. I have to look at that, but it, uh, it was. Yeah, good. I was I was I was just looking it up as you were mm-hmm. talking. Uh, first of all, a Sony movie. Wow, coming through, coming through there. Oh, um, yeah. It looks like it's streaming on Stars. I might. Or I've had that off and on. currently. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember, uh, but it's yeah. If you can find it, it's uh, it's a good one just to throw on. It's pretty quick too. I think it was like an hour and a half, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, but yeah, I, I dug it. Um, there you go. <laughs> I was like, I totally ran out of steam. I don't know what else to say about it. Because you haven't seen it, so well, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I cut you off at the, the spoilers there. But um, do they get into his little, like, weird mask with it being laced up on the front? Uh, that's, they don't explain it. But they, oh. they you know, they, they show parts of that or whatever, and uh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his, some of the, it's kind of like... Uh, they do some of the tropes of a superhero film, you know, mm-hmm. like he's designing logos and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is fun. And it's like, oh, no, he's evil. And that's like, oh, that's a really cool premise. And oh, uh, okay. it's also very um, because it's a James Gunn produced and stuff, I assume it's uh, it's very fucking gory. Uh, there's a lot okay. of like gross things in it, which uh, I, I, I realized I was like, oh, I should have expected this or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah the ideas that it kind of presents are are cool and uh it, it was way more exciting especially after like i said talking to austin uh, about how boring superman has become where you could do so much more with him whatever and i was like oh this is a this mm-hmm. is a direction i really like kind of after all of those things um yeah and also i looked on february 1st i was scrolling through hbo max and man of steel was on there brent i saw that is it still there i saw it and I, I, I think so, <laughs> because I noticed it? it like a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, this is still in my queue on there. Yeah. I wonder if I like hit play, if it will just like say content has been moved yeah, or right. whatever. But no, it just like started playing the movie. I was like, OK, <laughs> what is this HBO duping us oh, into man. like trying to rush watch all of their, <sighs> you know, Warner Brothers content? They got us. They got us. Fucking A. Man. But you know what? It was nice to rip that Band-Aid off, and now we're only pot committed to nine other films or whatever mm-hmm. in this. They're like, got to rush through it. Um, Franchise, yeah. I don't remember who it was the other day. Someone did tweet uh, that Aquaman was back on HBO Max, and it was someone that I like, maybe um, someone mm. from Slash Film, and they were like, this is the, the best DCEU movie is back on HBO Max. And I know that you didn't like love it. Like I, I kind of expected you to from what I heard from reviews that I was like, Oh, this will be mm-hmm. stupid and fun. And maybe Brent will like it. And then like, I remember you being more disappointed than I expected. Uh, and so I'm, I'm intrigued to watch that one. Cause I was like, I don't know what to think of this thing. It didn't, it looked bright and colorful, but not really that interesting to me. And then it had like better reviews than a lot of the other ones. And then someone that I trust and, and, and everything with you, I was like, yeah, I don't know like what to think of it. So someday. Yeah. Um, it's, 
Hmm. <laughs> Again, it's a race to the bottom, like you've said before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. James Wan directed it. Um, who's done, you know, uh, Fast and Furious Seven. Yep. Uh, in particular, which. Just even thinking about um, brings a tear to my eye, um, but it evaporates because I'm soulless. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, the runtime of Aquaman, two hours, 24 minutes. Oof. They could have trimmed out one hour, 24 minutes um, of this movie. It's very long. It's a long fucking yeah. movie. And uh, boy, like it's uh, some of the acting and it's just not to my taste, but I understand people like uh, the spectacle of it, which I totally understand. You know, yeah, Um, it's not enough Fast and Furious for me to like Mm. hit that benchmark, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what now that I've like it would be my second viewing now that I know what it is the first time. Maybe I'll respond better the second time spoilers probably not but <laughs> maybe after, after the other dce movies you'll watch i you never know yeah you'll be like you this one is know. pretty good <laughs> yeah uh, i am curious about the upcoming the suicide squad the james mm-hmm. gunn directed movie that's coming out later this year i believe yeah wow. uh to hbo max yeah, I'm excited so for that. yeah that one sounds good uh, i think i watched one like character trailer for it or whatever mm-hmm. where it's like introducing the different like actors playing whatever characters that's about all i've seen um because again even though i love james gunn's um like his his movies overall um but like particularly the guardians movies yep. um this is still in the dc eu and <laughs> i feel like it's been judgment. burned yeah one two three every time <laughs> so you know yeah do you know we'll wait and see there's a in a world and a multiverse you know if that exists mm-hmm. there's a world where the dc movies are actually good and mm-hmm. we're excited about them coming out Isn't that weird like they could have uh, just it been could good, be possible man, you know yeah but they're not hey um semi-related to what you just said mm. a particular word um are you current on wandavision i am current as of uh right before this podcast yes Okay, so you've seen all five episodes Uh that have released as of right now? I was wondering if you wanted to do a five to ten minute spoiler section we could tell people about to skip if they haven't seen it, but I need desperately to talk to someone about it. Fuck yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so impromptu (laughs) one division talk. Excellent. Oh man, I like this. Okay, so um, should we start it? Okay, so yeah, we'll say like ten minutes. Okay. 10 minutes yeah got it and if we only talk for five minutes it's us so you're not missing a whole lot <laughs> yeah. if you just scroll forward <laughs> so all right episode five i had heard rumors again spoilers Ugh. for this super spoilers i had heard rumors that this particular actor was coming back um, oh yeah because there was like i guess the like spanish voice actor for quicksilver in the x-men movies mm was brought back to work on WandaVision to revoice this character. So I was like, oh, that's cool that they're doing that. But I didn't know in what capacity. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, the way they brought back Quicksilver, Oof. but it was like a different actor. And they were like, oh, they recast yeah. him. I was like, fucking shit. What? Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Crazy. It makes so much sense to me. Yeah, it totally fucking works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched the the first two episodes and I was like, yeah, this is cool. Cause they don't really like reveal a whole lot. You're just kind of watching the episodes. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is fun. I don't know. I have some theories, whatever. And then, uh, I think it's episode four where they really like reveal everything. It's like outside the show. 
and they reveal yeah. the, the hex and everything. And I was like, this is fucking gnarly. I love where the story is going. I, I want yeah. Amanda to watch it now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she'd really dig it. Um, I am fascinated by it. And then whenever they ended with, with showing him, I was like floored because I was like, this is the first crossover that we've had, right? Yeah. Since they bought X-Men. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what, what's going to happen. Like, I'm so excited now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like knowing the possibilities of it and mm-hmm. just like, I don't know what's going to happen on the next episode. I don't know if there's like a next episode trailer or not, but yeah, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'll just wait week to week. Um, it's very exciting to just think about the possibilities Mm -hmm. and especially because I wonder, (laughs) I had this like weird thought. So starting from X-Men first class, moving forward from there, um, they like jump a decade forward Mm. as they like progress through it, just like one division is. So I wonder if they're going to say that like she had a hand in that as well, Mm. you know? Oh, so they could like retcon the mm-hmm. x-men universe as is basically based on like wanda doing something in this universe i mean it tracks like i love he's it. one of the characters in those movies you know yeah. and they skip decades without those those actors actually aging or those mm-hmm. characters aging even so that'd be interesting i uh now you mentioned that too i'm like it's such a better idea to do uh the way they're doing wandavision where they can easily skip decades and explain mm-hmm. it away in the very plot of the show um, than, than the way the X-Men series tried to just ignore that anybody would ever find out that they're in a different decade and they haven't aged at all. You know, they just kind of like yeah. went with that. Uh, but the way WandaVision does it, um, the level of detail on the show is fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. Like the theme songs, because this last one was like the very special episode. And it was like it was like growing pains is, yeah. is what I thought of it as. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have like a it's like the first one was like Dick Van Dyke. The second one was Bewitched um i honestly don't remember the third episode I, I just kept watching so i don't remember the it was like something in the like 70s yeah like that general aesthetic oh of yeah the they had 70s. like the long that yeah. was like when she got pregnant and they had like the long mm-hmm. straight hair and stuff yeah 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 um so maybe like brady bunch or something um yeah some somewhere in yeah there. and then they get to the like the growing pains whatever and the the theme songs for for that one especially i was like i this looks so real and like the even like the the way they did the song and stuff i was like i feel like they brought out old analog recording equipment from the fucking 80s and we're like sing into this we got to make it sound like i don't know the the aesthetic of that era or whatever it's just the level of detail it's been phenomenal um just really i bet if it. alan thick were still alive they would have hired right? him to like write that theme <laughs> yeah. song you know oh yeah man um yeah and Catherine hahn i think is fantastic mm-hmm. and everything so uh i didn't realize she was even in the show until she showed up and um i like what she's got going on um mm-hmm. Paul Bettany and uh, yep. Elizabeth Olsen are both fantastic. Uh, I'm still excited to see where this is going to go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's been really cool. I, I, I caught up to it because I was going to wait longer until they were all out. I'm not even sure how many episodes are in the season. Like eight, uh, like eight to ten or something yeah. like that. So I'm not not exactly sure. So we're a little like but halfway ish. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And eventually we're going to catch up to like modern times as far as like mm. TV show timelines go yeah yeah so i kind of wonder what's going to happen you know once it gets to that point more like the the 2010s or whatever yeah it'll know? be interesting um mm-hmm. i was looking at more stuff about it to see what else i'd liked uh cat dennings i think is really funny in it 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've liked her a lot. Randall Park as well. Oh, Randall Park is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then um, I didn't even notice this in the episode they first showed the 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 woman come back, uh, Monica Rambo. Uh, oh yeah, Fiona Paris. She's great. Yeah, they. I didn't even connect the Rambo stuff. They showed her her mom's plaque or whatever. It was like named uh, on the wall in the facility, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That looks familiar," but I don't remember it. It's because I've barely seen that movie, uh, which I can't even think of. Captain Cap- Marvel. Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. So I, I clicked because they did it again in this episode, and then they kind of talk about Captain Marvel for a second. I was like, "Oh my god, she's the little girl. Why? Yeah, uh, that movie takes place in the '90s. Why didn't I think she would come back? I just didn't even like think about it, and the, the way they weaved it in there." But holy shit, um, I almost got like emotional when she arrived back after the blip mm-hmm. uh, and the way they like reconstituted her body after we had seen everybody disappear that way. And the hospital is just like filling with people left and right, just showing back mm-hmm. up. And you see like the chaos of that event. I was like, I want to watch a whole show just on that. It was so mm-hmm. fascinating and heartbreaking to see all these people uh, not knowing what's going on and just like be reconstituted. And it's just like yeah. totally fucked up. Um, and I was like, I, it's one of those things I don't think about the, the background and how it works in that show or in those movies rather that it's like, uh, what happens to the regular people, you know? And mm-hmm. holy shit, that's a hugely traumatic event for the entire world. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> Again, like the only other time they acknowledged people coming back was in Spider-Man Far From Home yeah. where they had like the footage of the like marching band that showed up in the middle of a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just for like comedic effect or whatever. But yeah, this was like way more like heart wrenching, especially yeah. since, you know, she had like gone to the hospital with her mother and everything was fine at the time. But then, you know, Monica blipped away and then yeah. her mom had died in the interim. But it's crazy. yeah, man, I'm just really digging the show. Like I think and I've heard Kevin Smith and uh, Mark Bernardin talk about this on Fat Man Beyond, but the like the first two episodes don't really give you a whole lot yeah. and if it were like any other show if it wasn't an mcu related show i don't know that i would have necessarily been excited to stick around for mm-hmm. it but it's the mcu like the branding is there yeah. for me and i like these the main characters enough that i'm willing to like stick it out and i'm glad i did because mm-hmm. it certainly does pay dividends beginning right. with like episode three for me yeah totally um and then, like, yeah, just just finding more stuff. And they acknowledge that Wanda doesn't have a code name yeah. uh, that she uses in this. <laughs> Even though, like, in the comics, she's referred to as the Scarlet Witch. Uh-huh. And, like, I think most people in pop culture refer to her as the Scarlet Witch, even though she doesn't officially have that name in the yeah. the movies or whatever. Um, but Darcy did mention the the Hex, which is what's... Uh, her her powers are the powers of being able to hex people in the comics. Oh, um, it was yeah. later like um, souped up to being able to manipulate reality and uh, like mm. probability and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. And I man, That's on this cool. past episode where where uh, Monica was, she like figured out that her clothes were reconstituted to being from like Kevlar mm. to being Kevlar stretched out into like an entire like seventies wardrobe yeah, or yeah. whatever. And that was just fucking cool. Like, yeah. it's insane how, how all of it's working. It just feels so smart and detailed. And that's like, mm-hmm. you start with those two episodes and they don't give you anything. Uh, the the mm-hmm. most you get from those episodes, I feel, are the, the end credits, which, like most Marvel movies, uh, are very awesome. I, I, I'm just fascinated by seeing all the, the different, like, color jewels kind of connecting everything, like making the staircase mm-hmm. in the house and, like, all this stuff. And it gives you, like, yeah. hints or, like, little things. And you're like, all right, something's weird, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
but you're like something's gonna come and it's gonna be great and then man it really just keeps going you're like the the beekeeper that showed up i was so fucking confused and then when they show what happened to him that he was wearing like a hazmat suit and then just changed it to something that would be in the air i was like genius like every time they reveal something like that i'm like this is amazing i love how they're doing all of this uh it's so inventive yeah and shout out to the people who are doing like the um the studying of programs from like back in the programs good god i'm an old man uh like tv shows from back in the day because even though this one was uh, like an 80s sitcom or whatever um you could tell like when it cut to that footage it wasn't as sharp like it was a little bit not blurry but like the focus wasn't as hard as it would be like nowadays Mm -hmm. and somebody had to like study that on like television and figure out like how to make that work properly um when vision was in his his office and he like woke up that one guy and he was like you know begging for help you know get me out of here and then he like changes his mind back and oh yeah that was crazy back to his normal like sitcom persona that was crazy as well but um i i do like that vision is piecing things together that was uh a perfect 10 minutes right there for my perfect 10 there we go um uh, the only thing I was going to say that uh, doesn't spoil anything from it is mm-hmm. uh, I really like when shows and movies change aspect ra- ratio. I don't know if that bugs people. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, for this one, it's it's like showing it for like different eras and stuff, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like it's I really love watching it. And I'm like every time it like moves, I'm like, ooh. Uh, I don't mind it distracting at all. I find it so fucking cool. So you do stand up and do a standing ovation, I right? Every time I do the wave, mm-hmm. it's just me, but, <laughs> but at least it completes. That's right. You know, I do That's one, right. I can do one hand and back, oh, back the other way. Oh so yeah. It feels good. We did it. Feels good. We did it. By the way, speaking of the wave, it's uh, uh-huh. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I don't fucking care. I just wanted to mention an event that is happening that we're recording this on. So you, there you, you go. Gonna not watch it and noted excellent moving on uh, <laughs> uh i don't remember we kind of jumped into that real quick was it your turn to to talk about something you watched uh yes yeah, yeah. so you Go did brightburn um so i'll say that uh, my wife and i had recently watched the maze runner trilogy that's right and uh we completed it you and i talked about it off air last weekend um not, no spoilers <laughs> uh, we never never dream of it but um i remember seeing the maze runner uh, the, the I'm sorry, the first movie uh, when it came out on like Blu-ray mm. or whatever. Um, so I haven't seen any of these theatrically, but I do remember really, really liking that first movie. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, I, I certainly want to see the next ones. But then they would come out in theaters and we just never got around to see them. So uh, we rectified that. And I've seen the, the whole trilogy at this point. Um, you'd mentioned to me off air mm. again. No spoilers. We don't talk outside of the show. <laughs> we don't. Uh, but you had mentioned that you read the first like book and a half of the yes. series. Okay. And I've seen the first movie. Um, okay. And I think I've maybe seen clips from the other movies, but I, I definitely haven't seen them. Uh, and I know I've read what happens in the rest of the book series, at least. Oh, so I know okay. what, what goes down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm really on this um just because i want to recommend this for people to watch essentially because i really enjoyed them um i thought uh the first and third movies were the the best of the two i for me it goes like one three two uh in hierarchy i feel like i could rewatch that first movie like regularly Mm -hmm. like it's it's so much fun i wouldn't say it's like a joyful movie yeah right but it's just like 
a fun movie to watch, a fun like action yeah. movie or whatever. Um, there's like some puzzle solving that goes behind it as well, and I like some of the characters that are in it. So that's that's the go to for me. Mm-hmm. The second movie, um, I think it's the the Scorch Trials mm-hmm. is the the name of the the second one. Um, that one, holy shit! Uh, the first movie is really just like a group of boys and one girl who are trying to get out of this maze they're trapped in the center of. And then they do, and then they figure out there's something much bigger going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Second movie, mythology. Yep. All of it. <laughs> hey, here's this sect of people. Also, this sect of people. Here's this thing you don't know about, but guess what? Zombies now. So, like, just all of the shit is happening all at yeah. once. And it's just, it's, I don't want to say the story loses focus, but I kind of lose focus mm-hmm. of, it's just like so much to to get into. So if I go back to rewatch it, maybe I'll pick up on some of those other details a little bit better, but it was a lot to take in. That said, the third movie kind of narrows that focus down a little bit more, and again, I refuse to read a book, so I don't know how those <laughs> play out. Maybe it's easier to understand uh-huh. in the, the novels, but um, I do feel like the the um, general thrust of story for the third movie is more linear and gives you more stuff to cling on to. There are certainly like subplots and everything that go on in there as well. Um, and characters that uh, maybe come back from previous movies. Uh, there are characters who are put in peril mm. um, that we've uh, been with the entire three movies as well. Um, not everyone survives, Ooh. but um I really was impressed with this. I, I I bet this was like a fun theater experience to mm-hmm. see all three of these. Um, not for me, of course. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, for someone else, though. Movie theaters are dead uh, for <laughs> me. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I, I was really impressed with them. Mm-hmm. I, I like them quite a bit. I I'm intrigued to try them again. Uh, my brother Danny likes that series as well. At least the I don't think he's read the books. I think he likes the movie series. Um, and so okay. that's two people I know that that like that now. Um, it was one of those for me when I read the book, uh, and then saw the movie as well. But it's it's the story of the 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 whole thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really like this mystery. Why are they in this maze? They're gonna get out. And then the mythology that you speak of, I was like midway through the second book, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that I like the what what was outside the maze, uh, and I don't remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It's been years now since I even read the like, synopses of the last two books, um, and I remember I feel like I remember getting to the end of that. I, I was like, I don't like the world building. I don't like where we're where we're going. And then once it ended, and I read like the synopsis of it, I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't spend more time reading those. But maybe as a movie, yeah. I could. That's an easier thing to swallow. That I would be like at least down to try that or whatever um yeah you know and i think these are like fox like 20th century fox movies Mm -hmm. so i would imagine they'll hit disney plus at a certain point yeah um so if they show up they're certainly worth yeah giving it a shot you know um and like i said i like a lot of the the actors that are in the movie as well and there are some surprise characters especially like when you're a couple years out from watching a, a series and you don't remember the trailers that you've may have seen before other movies mm. you went to yeah, go right. see before. Um, so like all of this was like happening, like more or less fresh to me. So I would see this actor show up. I'd be like, Holy shit, <laughs> this character, or I'm sorry, this actor from, uh, one of my favorite TV series of all time. And also a star Wars series as well shows up in this, which actor. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> and then is it later on? It's it's later on. Okay. 
Okay, Steven. Grogu is in what? the Maze Runner trilogy. <laughs> a sneaky backdoor pilot. Didn't even know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, I was hitting the whole time. He shows up. He's wearing glasses. Grogu Gaga. <laughs> That's what he what That's says. what he says in the movie? That's what he says in the movie. I gotta watch That's these how you movies, know it's man. You gotta watch it. It's crazy. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's worth uh, a free, free viewing. Or, you know, quote yeah. unquote free if you were... Uh, paying for the streaming service already or whatever. It's not mm-hmm. one that I would go out of my way and be like, I need to rent these. Uh, no. And, and that's what we did. Like, mm-hmm. so the first one we found out, we, I was, I could have sworn that it was streaming like on like Hulu or something like that, mm-hmm. but I pulled it up. Sure enough, it wasn't. So, um, I saw that it was on like using the just watch app. Yep. Hey, just watch. Um, maybe sponsor us. I don't Hit know. You boys. How many times do we have to say the word come? To get someone to sponsor this goddamn show. Come, jizz. Skeet. I don't know what please. you want. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, please make it rain on us. Anyway. So, I I pulled it up on the Just Watch app. It said it was on IMDb TV. I was like, oh, well, we mm. don't fucking have that. And my wife was like, well, let's just see if it's on Amazon. And she pulled it up. And sure enough, you could play it on, on IMDb yep. TV through Amazon, which I hadn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should just say, What? It's what so the, confusing. They should though. just say Amazon. It's confusing. Yep. God damn it. Like, is it a channel on that? What does it mean? What does it mean that you're playing I, through that? I don't know. Right? And it was like no extra cost. So it's just like part of it. So yeah. why not just call it like Prime Video? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe IMDb wants their own shit. Whatever the case. It said like, and it said like IMDb TV and then ads right next to it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, it's going to be broken up with commercials, but whatever. We'll just, you know, we're, we're just trying through. to have fun and watch this movie. There was an ad at the beginning of it, and that was it. Like, that was the only time there was an ad. That works. So, yeah, it's, that, it worked for me. Yep. Um, the, the second one, we had to rent through iTunes, but the third one was on, like, Hulu, so we watched okay. it there. So, yeah. What's the third one called? Uh, the Death Cure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, that helps kind of jog my memory a little bit about what it's all mm-hmm. about. And I'm still like, I don't... Again, it's like you guys took a really simple story of a maze. Yeah. You're, just, you're just in a maze and you need to get mm-hmm. out. And then it's like world building. And I'm like, I just I was really invested in that small story. And then it just went haywire. And I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I think it was uh, the director for all three was Wes Ball. And mm. he did a good job. I think like all of the um, the cinematography looks great. Um, there's a lot of like. As you get further into the series, there's a lot of like desolate landscapes mm-hmm. and um, destroyed buildings and whatnot. And I'm sure like some of it was practical, but a lot of it had to have been CGI. But it all looks great. There's a lot of like I had mentioned, there's like some zombies that show up in it because yeah. sure, why not? And uh, even the zombie like CGI on them to show they're like uh, weird black veins in them. That looks really good. It looks disgusting but it does look like well done or whatever. Yeah. So um, I think he did a, a good job. I, I'd be interested to see what, what else he's directed. Well, Clearly I haven't bothered to look it up. <laughs> well, in fact, uh, when I moved to Houston uh, mm-hmm. uh, back in 2013 and we had, I was working at the Alamo draft house. I had seen a video that was going around YouTube at that time. And we started playing it as a, an opener for some things just cause it's fucking badass. So he directed a short film called ruin uh, R-U-I-N um, on mm. YouTube. You can find it uh, under his name, Wes Ball. And uh, it's an eight and a half minute 
um, digital short, so it's all like computer animated. And I, I it was on SNL. Yes, it was. It's okay. uh, there's laser cats in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm on a boat. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's perfect for. I think it's why he got the job for the Maze Runner. So I, if I remember correctly, he basically did this whole thing by himself, and it's just like this post-apocalyptic world that's been overrun with these ruins. It's been overrun with, um, like, uh, flora and fauna and blah blah blah. And so he's like trying mm-hmm. to escape. Um, this guy is like living there. He's trying to escape these like drones chasing him and stuff. He's like on a motorcycle, some yeah. of it. And it's just like fucking rad. It's just like a really cool short film uh, that he got hired from to do these movies. And it made it makes total sense. Like once you see it. So I highly recommend that uh, that little short film he did. Uh, and I haven't nice. seen anything else of his. So I was really impressed. I thought yeah. he did a great job. Like all the action is like very clear as to what's happening, mm-hmm. um, which was, I guess, going back to Alien 3. That's one of my criticisms is there's a lot of like really tight shots of action and it, you it's hard to tell what's going on yeah. i didn't have that problem in the maze runner at all so um yeah I, I, again just like really well shot uh, problems with the story aside mm-hmm. you know it's based on books that he didn't write uh, probably written by a screenwriter that you know was hired by the studio but yeah. overall I, I was really impressed with his his directing i thought he did a great job um looking forward to not watching any dce movies he makes um <laughs> it said he's attached to a uh to uh planet of the apes movie what? yeah i'm back in right like that sounds cool yeah, um, yeah. yeah and i'm looking from what i see on here he he did that animated short and executives at 20th century fox saw it and offered him the, the job to direct the maze runner so um mm. and that's pretty much what he's done he's done the maze runner movies he he was a producer on one other movie and then he's working on this untitled Planet of the Apes film. So mm-hmm. uh, he's been kind of in that world for a while. So I, I'm, I've heard good things about him as a director for those as well. And I'm excited to see what else he would do uh, more than that. Yeah. So that's rad. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. Very cool. What else you got, sir? Oh, let's see. Let's see. Um, so we watched a... Oh, I wanted to mention real quick. I put these two notes on here. Uh, I'm not mentioning a whole lot lately that I'm, I'm still in the middle of Fringe. Um, I'm on season three, I think, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I did kind of slow down a little bit once they did some of the, the crossover to the other dimension, the other world. Um, some of it kind of oh, yeah. got cheesy and I, I lost interest a little bit, but, uh, it's still really exciting and, and fun. I like it. But there was one episode in particular. I don't remember if you were still watching at the time, but this was one of the dumbest episodes that I hated so much. It's in the other world. And there's a, there's an event where this guy can calculate, um, things, so he can like drop a pin and it'll make someone almost run over on their bike and they're going to swerve and hit a guy and he's going to go in the street and make a car crash or whatever. So it's like this, he can do like one little thing and it creates this huge events or whatever. And it mm-hmm. all revolves around this big pin, this little blue pin that he puts like on this mailbox. And when the investigators get there, it's this really cool scene where it's like all mathematically played out and like it makes all these people die and crash or whatever. And then the investigators get there and they pick up the pin and they're all like, what is this? What would you, what would you do with this? Like, they literally have no idea. And they wow. talk about it because in their world, in the 80s, we had a technological evolution. And we've been using, like, touchscreens since, like, the 80s or 90s, they kind of infer. So their their idea is, like, they just don't need pens anymore. Like, nobody has paper. Everybody Everything's digital. And it has been for, like, 30 years. But I'm like, but it's a pen. People, yeah. people would still draw people yeah. that still like a stylus is a thing like what are you talking about it's a pen and it's the it's most like, absurd thing in the world it's so dumb it's like if someone like 
set a typewriter somewhere in the world and you came across it, you wouldn't be perplexed as to what it right. was. Like, but I have a, I I use Snapchat. Yeah. I don't know what a typewriter is. What is this? Yeah, it's a crime. Yeah, it's so absurd. That's fucking weird. Uh, yeah. But then uh, there was a line in there that I had forgotten about that was fantastic. Uh, Walter, the main guy, kind of kooky, crazy guy. Uh, Olivia, the the main FBI agent, had gotten together with his son. Uh, they were starting to date, having sex and stuff, and then they find out that Olivia is a fake from the other world. And so Walter is really agitated by this, and he's in the lab, and he says, he's talking about Olivia, and he says, she tricked my son with her carnal ma- manipulations, and he fell right into her vagenda. Vagenda. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the show title? Dude, I rerouted it so I could write it down verbatim. I had to tell you, it was so fucking funny. And I was like, wow, what a good description of someone like a female using her her uh, feminine wiles to get a yeah. guy to do something. Her vagenda. Hell yeah. Wow. That really fucking works. And it was hysterical. Yeah. Love it. So I, I really Fuck wanted to yeah. make sure to, to tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. But then, I do yeah. like that both of the the options for show titles are <laughs> wet alien pussy or vagenda. I'm going for like, vagenda, just so we don't have to put pussy in the yeah. title. But uh, okay, that that works that for work? me. We, That's yeah, that'll work until we come up with some other crotch yeah, related exactly. title uh, later on. Uh, hey, just watch out. Uh, yeah, get at your boys. <laughs> you don't want to make it rain on this after that, huh? I bet you can look up uh, fringe on the just watch app, but you know. Maybe we want some money for it. I uh, I would love, the, yeah, to be in the boardroom with them, try to convince them to give mm-hmm. us money. And they're like, we'd like to mm-hmm. discuss the episode Vagenda. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not sure we can sponsor that. And we're like, uh, we don't see the problem. That's actually the better title from that day. Yeah. That's toned mm-hmm. down. So have you listened to the episode? God, no. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> Hell How no. dare you even suggest a thing? <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, my last thing on my list today, actually, uh, is something mm-hmm. we watched last night. Amanda and I have been trying to watch some really like good, solid movies, good dramas and stuff lately. Um, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, we've kind of been that kick. And so we watch Showgirls, too. Uh, wow. Wait, Showgirls 2? The Return of the Beef. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that the tagline now? <laughs> Um, we watched, uh, uh, a movie on Netflix called the trial of the Chicago seven. Have you heard of this? Okay. I've heard of it. I've not, uh, not watched it. Okay. So, uh, we were a big fan of Molly's game, which was, uh, Aaron Sorkin written movie, which we love, uh, all of the stuff he's written, the West wing and, um, uh, social network, stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Molly's game was his first, um, directed movie, his directorial debut. And we love that movie. We just, it's just like a solid drama. We really dig it. So this is his second film, um, that he wrote and directed and uh, the Chicago 7, basically it's during the 1968 um, Democratic National Convention where they had like a contested convention and there was a lot of student protesters that showed up, like thousands and thousands of them, and then they clashed with police and it was described by even the government in some ways um, as to be like a, a police-induced riot that they started beating the protesters and stuff. And so oh, this is okay. the uh, the trial after that fact. and. Um, the Chicago seven, it was a Chicago eight. There was one more guy in there, but it's basically these different groups that were like student organization groups. One guy from the, he was the leader of the black Panthers. Um, it's like two other guys led one student group, two other ones led a different one, um, blah, blah, blah. And then they tried to 
should charge them as a conspiracy that they were convincing teenagers and students to cross state lines, making it a federal crime, to go to this convention to start a riot and start violence. So they're trying to like throw them in jail for like 10 years. Basically, it's like a, a political thing instead of an actual like criminal trial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has tons of good people in it uh, that they cast in the movie. Um, obviously, Sorkin, you know, is a good writer and stuff. Uh, I don't like this one as much directed uh as molly's game but i still think he's a solid director uh but it has like tons of people it has um i don't sure if i'm saying this right yaya abdul mateen the second who was in um uh did you end up watching the watchman series on not yet okay not yet i i will probably get around to it sometime this year i just want to do some research about tulsa 21 outside of watching watchmen first yeah yeah i feel like i yeah gotta you know it's my hometown i gotta pay my respects yeah that's a good yeah it's a good yeah. idea um yeah. he's yeah. i don't know if you've ever seen this guy he's he might be in other things you know him from but he's just really mm-hmm. good and that and watchman and then mm-hmm. uh he's he was in this movie as well so he plays um like he oh he's an aquaman he's a uh, black manta yes an aquaman mm-hmm. uh but he uh he's really good in this um it also has joseph gordon levitt it has sasha baron cohen and he's like been nominated for a bunch of stuff he's really fucking mm-hmm. good um trying to think of who else like lost my wikipedia page for a second um michael keaton frank langella um eddie wow. redmayne mark rylance um is like one of their attorneys so it's just like all the all the guys that were cast uh, all the students were, were really good and then like their attorneys and the like frank langella is the judge and he's a fucking dick and uh mm-hmm. makes you really hate him and um it's just everybody kind of fills the what, roles that's what happens when skeletor is your judge that's you know what, what i'm saying he kind of fits that mold you'll Mm -hmm. see if you ever watch it uh but -hmm. it's yeah it's a solid court drama they they kind of jump it's like i i looked at the clock to make sure it's like 19 minutes in they're at the trial so they really kind of get there fast um don't show a lot of lead up or the actual riots so they end up doing like some flashbacks during court so you kind of get the idea of like what happened and it's really fucking brutal um and it's so interesting because they were trying to make this movie for a long time with spielberg like back in 27 uh 2007 um mm-hmm. and then he, it didn't work out and they kind of made it now and some of the stuff is like so paralleled in our time uh that it's like very eerie um to watch some of it and with like police mm-hmm. brutality against protesters especially after the capital insurrection recently yeah and seeing like the response to these protesters here that like uh wanted peace or whatever and were like leftist versus like right-wing people that actually stormed the Capitol and how they were like treated and stuff and not arrested immediately or beaten and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's like really interesting to kind of highlight the differences, um, very, uh, poignant for right now. But, um, yeah, it was a really sure. solid movie, man. It was, it was really good. I'd either recommend it. It's just a Netflix film. So it's, it's just on there forever. Um, so Sorkin wrote the dialogue as well. Yeah. Like he wrote this. Okay. So is it a lot of walking pretty snappy? Talking. That's perfect. Yeah. That's what, that's what you want from a Sorkin Absolutely. joint, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of joints in this movie. Yeah. They pass that around a bunch. Oh my God. You're right. Um, oh God, I can't watch it. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't want to get arrested myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all his snappy dialogue and stuff. Uh, it's really good. There, I did feel like in some parts, uh, and this isn't his fault really, it's like almost like a modern movie. There, there are certain things lately that I, I feel like you, the music swells and they show this big mm-hmm. thing and you're like, yeah, I'm supposed to like, feel something i'm supposed to like be like this is a triumphant moment or like a dark moment or whatever but they feel kind of just like they just play out and i don't really Mm -hmm. feel all of it um like it hits all the marks that i would imagine in that kind of movie 
Um, like the acting is really good or that speech was really good, but I just didn't feel a lot of emotion. Um, yeah. and the editing in this one compared to Molly's game for me, Molly's game, they're both like fast edited, uh, but that worked, uh, better in that movie because it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, let's just snap through it. It's like more of a fun story because it's just about a Molly's game is just about a woman who ran a, a legal poker game and kind of the life she led. And this yeah. is like a trial. And so watching it kind of be snappy, it's like, well, this is really serious too, even though, uh, the guys that were like on trial make fun of the judge and joke around all the time and everything. Um, I don't know. Some of it didn't quite click with me, but, uh, overall like the acting kind of shown through and that was like the best part. Um, just watching all these people would be together. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. I've got a couple of things I want to mention. Um, remind me at the end of the show that, uh, I want to plug, uh, something for one of our pod friends here. Um, but just to stay in the, uh, the, uh, pop culture catch-up realm uh we watched two movies last night um uh one movie was like a boss from a year that was not this year um uh, maybe last year the year before something like that it has tiffany haddish and rose byrne and selma hayek in it wow. um, i feel like i we kind of remember that but i yeah weird right yeah um my wife and i we really enjoy tiffany haddish mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've if you're familiar with her or not but yeah i heard a uh her I think maybe her first stand-up album uh, where she had been successful. She was in, uh, I can't remember which movie it was, but she had like really come up from like a hard life, had was living in her car for a long time. And she just seems so happy and grateful to be where she is in life that I'm just like fully on board with whatever success she has. Yeah, you know, nice. I'm, I'm willing to give any thing that she's a part of a shot yeah, because cool. of that. So, um, just seems like a general, uh, genuine, like good person. So we watched this movie and, uh, the movie's about, uh, two best friends who grew up. They started this makeup company in their garage just after college. And they have this little spot in the city. I think maybe like Chicago, New York, something like that. Um, there's a, a larger makeup conglomerate, uh, run by Salma Hayek, mm. who wants to partner up with them. And by that, I mean she wants to destroy their friendship and take over their business. Um, I don't know why. Like, just from watching, like, Shark Tank, um, <laughs> I feel like I, I know that her business could have just, like, started doing something that their business was doing, but on a much larger scale. Mm. But that's not what the movie's about, so I didn't get hung up about it. Um, she wants to fight them over personally. Yes. Got it. Exactly. Sharks? Um, the shark the, <laughs> <laughs> um but uh really it's a movie about friendship and i knew i was gonna talk to you today i was like you know what so i i need some of this right oh, now nice. need, need some friendship in my life mm-hmm. so um th- i mean this is where it ends this is the last episode um, oh, wow. much you know this is episode 182 and much like the band blink 182 one of us has to go um <laughs> you're spending too much time talking about alternate realities and aliens and stuff i need you to get Holy out shit, that's all- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna start a new uh, band. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You got a Tom DeLonge way to go before you can get Solid there. You know job. what I'm saying? Yep. So uh, anyway, uh, like a boss. It was. Uh, it's very much like a kind of a mid tier comedy, but I was kind of in the mood for that. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like something that my wife would have picked. But I was like, oh, let's watch this movie about these uh, strong ladies uh, with their makeup company. <laughs> so you know what? Devil Wears Prada got gotcha. you. Honestly, Stephen, yeah. um, I had bought. The Devil Wears Prada 
on iTunes. Nice. There was like a, a sell for like whatever movies I bought that and um, uh, the the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Turns out my three hundredth. Oh wow! Movie purchase on <laughs> iTunes was The Devil Wears well, Prada. Congratulations! <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm waiting for my trophy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, like a boss, it's fine. Um, it's it's less than an hour and a half long. Nice. So if you just want to throw something on, um, just for fun, this this is it. Holy shit! Billy Porter's in it. I don't think I've ever seen any type of TV show or movie with Billy Porter, but uh, there was uh-huh. a part in this movie where he's like their like makeup he like makes it in the back or whatever which i had never really thought about like how makeup is produced yeah but he makes it in the back of their their store their little like um brick and mortar store started by the two friends and at a certain point because of the conglomerate that's taking over their business they're forced to fire him when they meet him in this restaurant he has like the funniest way to like (laughs) storm out of anything i've seen i laugh so hard (laughs) so awesome. hard he was delightful I, i'd certainly want to find more stuff that he yeah, was yeah. in he was fucking great um the last thing i want to mention is an apple tv plus movie mm. um i had recently upped my um apple um because I, I use apple music mm, okay. but they have like a bundle thing you can do where you can get like apple tv plus and then like yeah i think i've got like apple arcade as well for like another five dollars so i thought you know what i got that five dollars money i can do this so um, the first thing I've ever seen on Apple TV Plus was this new Justin Timberlake movie that came oh. out called Palmer. Uh-huh. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it. I've only seen like uh, I haven't seen a trailer. I've only seen like pictures on there. I'm so confused about really where to, like Apple TV stuff just seems like come out of nowhere for me and I don't pay attention yeah. to it. So I'm really curious about what you're going to say about this. Steven, like my wife is a huge fan of boy bands in particular justin timberlake has a huge crush on him uh and i get it kind of like she makes you wear that mask like the people think he's 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 attractive Mm -hmm. i don't personally see it but i'm not like into like dudes i guess so what do i know right that said she wanted to watch it i'm like who am i to deny this to this lady right so we watch it and after it's over i was like what did you think she's like "Ah, it's fine she said what did you think to me she would say that to me I said, you know what? I loved it. Oh, wow. It was the best thing I'd watched this past week. Wow, that's awesome. I was so incredibly impressed with this movie, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. Hey, I know you were probably going to watch Alien 3, but guess what? (laughs) Put that on the back burner. Save it for Palmer on uh, Apple TV+. Um, Do you you know what the the movie's about? Go ahead and just say it, because I I looked it up a little bit actually like last night, but uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, there's a big bang. Uh, okay. Eventually, the Earth cooled. Smash cut to wow. now. Uh, Justin Timberlake movie. plays a <laughs> Justin Timberlake plays a um, a guy who's just getting out of prison. Oh, that's um, right. He made some mistakes later in life. Um, he moves in with his grandmother. This is like a small town somewhere. I don't know. It seems very, very close to home for me. Oh yeah. Um, so I was like, ooh, oh boy, this is. Go it gave me the that like proper feel of uh-huh. like a small hometown in a uh, like southern state. So um he moves in with his grandmother, uh who raised him. His his father died when he was young, his mother also left when he was very young, uh, I think when she, he was five. So he's the uh, I'm sorry, uh, his grandmother was the parental figure mm-hmm. uh in his life. Moves back in with her. Uh her neighbors uh, live in an RV, um, I guess on the lot next to them. And um, there's a little boy there who dresses like a girl and is into like princess stuff or whatever. And like, you know, 
I'm a pretty liberal dude, so that part of it didn't really like bother me. Mm. But I know again, it's a small town thing, and there's going to be some friction there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, as you go throughout the movie, the little boy is the most positive character I'd seen in film in a long time. Oh, that's good. And just like just happy to be who he is. And anytime someone like asks him about like why do you dress that way or uh, like do you see any princesses on this TV show you're watching like. What, what does that tell you? And then his response is like, I can be the first. And it's like, well, yeah, goddamn, you're right. Yep. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you did it. You fucking nailed it, kid. kid. <laughs> you, you did it. So proud of him. Oh, man, that's and awesome. then um, as I, the, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I can't remember what's in the trailer or not, but uh, if you want to go in fresh, just, you know, scrub forward 85 minutes because I got a lot to say. <laughs> um, the, uh, the grandmother dies. Uh, so, it leaves the 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 main uh, Justin Timberlake's character mm-hmm. Palmer um, to take care of this kid because the kid's mom like just took off mm-hmm. one day with her boyfriend and they don't know where she is can't get a hold of her. So it's really about Justin Timberlake's character um, growing to um, have a sense of um, well, they're just trying to get like back on his feet, but also yeah. uh, reestablishing his own family um, since his. Uh, his grandmother passed away and, and, um, since he was abandoned, he feels a sense of ownership of taking care of this new little boy that he's met essentially. And then, um, there's a lot of stuff where he just like generally as a parent, regardless of the, whether the it's a boy or a girl and you know what they're, how they identify. Mm. It's just like seeing somebody who is not a parent be put in parental situations, which is funny to me uh-huh. because I'm like, I, I fucking get it. Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't understand, but like he has, he's forced to go to like a play date and have like tea or whatever. And I don't know. Like I really like Justin Timberlake as an actor. Mm-hmm. Me like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a movie called in time. That's like, I guess kind of bad, but also I really enjoy it. I can totally see that. I don't yeah. Know if you've, if you've seen that. Um, but this is like, it's, it's really good. It's a really good movie. Um, kind of like you were saying about the trial of the Chicago seven, wanting to watch something yeah. that's more like, uh, what was the word you used that I forgot because I'm, drama? I don't know a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for a real drama movie. Uh, no, something that was like more um, like, uh, I guess, sincere and mm. um, was a little more real than, you know, all these like sci-fi movies that I, I tend to get wrapped up in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was really impressed with that. That's I would awesome. certainly watch this this movie again. Yeah, I uh, that's great. I hadn't heard much about it. It's like I said, like a lot of those Apple TV Plus stuff. I just like mm-hmm. there's like a Tom Hanks like World War Two movie on there that's supposed to be really good, but like Greyhound mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I just like completely forget it even exists until I go back on that app. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's like yeah. stuff on here. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that that one is that's cool because I also like Justin Timberlake as an actor, uh, and he mm-hmm. seems like a, a cool person. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, that'd be that'd be cool to check out. Um, you made me think. There's a, a book we just bought. Uh, we, I've been taking care of uh, during the day, my, my little niece, Rory, and uh, my wife, Amanda, found a book that someone um, from our high school wrote um, for children because she has a child, and it's called Rainbow Boy. And uh, her name is Taylor, I don't know how she changed her Swift? name. <laughs> Ranzion? I don't know. Uh, it's called Rainbow Boy, though. And uh, it's basically about her son who is uh, non-gender conforming. And she mm-hmm. grew up like Mormon. And so this is she lives in like Northern California now. She's like kind of changed a lot, I imagine, from when we knew her and stuff. She was always really cool. But um, 
don't know if you can see that at all. That looks cool. Yeah. But it's basically about how uh, her little boy, it's like written and drawn uh, about him, but he's like, if, if adults ask you for your favorite color, um, he's like, how can I pick one? Because I like all of them. He's like, I like pink, like my pink tutu. And I like orange, like my orange basketball. And like, he just does what he just plays with whatever and does whatever. Like he wants to be uh, like a ballerina or whatever. He wants to like be in a ballet. Um, so he talks about that. And then, so at the end of it, it's like, he's like a rainbow boy. Cause he likes all the colors. Um, and it's kind of that same message. I just like, uh, it makes me think of this movie because, uh, like you said, we're both really progressive and that I've no, no problem with any of that. I think that's great. Um, and we, so we bought this book yeah. for Rory, you know, as well to kind of be like, you know, show a little positivity that way. But, um, I think that's cool that I, I saw the story of, of Palmer was like, he was an ex con. He was just out of jail. He was going to take care of this little boy. And then I saw a poster for it. And the little boy was wearing a dress and I, it was like a thumbnail and I was confused and I was like, well, maybe I re I read that wrong. So when you said that, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. And that really mm -hmm. elevates what that movie is going to be in small town America. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm sure it's like sometimes hard to watch, but I, I like the fact that you said that, uh, the kid is just so damn positive. Uh, that sounds yeah. really nice right now. And it's something that's certainly addressed in the film, but it's not like it's constantly okay. him being picked on. Yeah. Cause I, I, I I would have been exhausted by that. Like it, it happens from time to time, but it's, it's not until like the end of the movie to where it really like comes to a boil yeah. for the most part, I would say. But, um, yeah, man, it's just like two people learning from each other, yeah. essentially cool. like Justin Timberlake and the kid. And I thought, uh, everyone who was in the movie was like fantastic, you know, as far as like acting goes. Yeah. Um, I don't know about their, uh, political, uh, affiliations. Uh, I don't know what this little boy, how he, how he voted in this last election. He walks off. I would assume he's probably mega okay. Hat. Mega hat. <laughs> he's like, get this goddamn dress off me. My mega Boys, hat. we're going to do it again. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, rad. yeah again, uh, yeah. Palmer, check it out. Very, very, good. very impressed yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm mm. glad you recommended that because I don't know yeah. that I would have checked it out otherwise. Probably would have forgotten about it like other ones. But now I'm like, oh, I want to mm. tell Amanda about that. That sounds good. So. Yeah. You heard about it on a podcast. Yeah. One, once upon a time. Well, uh, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if you've been hearing it. My stomach has been chiming in. Uh, I got that mic. Oh. I got it mic'd up. Yeah. Like we talked about. Uh, yeah. It's been growling, growling away. It's getting close to lunchtime. But uh, okay. um, also, uh, I just really got to pee. So uh, that's sure. the time limit really for all of us, isn't it? Um, it really is P when you think about it. Um, the grim reaper is really just sitting there with a, a touchpad because again, he's from an alternate reality. Mm. There you go. Um, no pins for him. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like big, big pin. What is <laughs> what? this? I, I, I don't even know what this is. How, how do I write with this? Anybody want a peanut? Anyway, so he's sitting there just looking at everyone's P meter. Oh, wow. And then if if you don't release your bladder at a certain point, he uh, walks up behind you. Hey, it's me, the Grim Reaper. Um, I can't help but notice your bladder. That cup about to runneth over, son. So you got to go. Slice. What? Yeah. He slices off True your story. toes? Uh, well, no, he gives you a slice. Of cheese? To drink. No, no, like the the soda, oh. the uh, the clear lemon lime soda slice. Because again, it's from an alternate reality where that's still a thing. Like here, it was transformed wow. into Sierra Mist. Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah, this is mm -hmm. this is actual fact. 
Steven, do you think I could make up something <laughs> as absurd as that? Like, why would I even bother? Why would you bother? Like, what's even the That's point? Crazy. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, uh, well, speaking of doing that voice, um, we heard back on our poll that we put out, do people like the movie White Chicks? Oh. Uh, let's go to the answer, or the, uh, the poll. Turns out. I was correct. Steven, no one cares uh, whether or not we talk about white chicks on this show or not. Um, yeah. But yeah. So so, so we're, we're both confirmed. still at a standstill. Yeah. We're both just two urinals mm-hmm. facing each other, pants around mm-hmm. our ankles, dead <laughs> locked in the eyes, not giving up our white chicks love or hate. Yeah. Wow. The rift. Can't stop, won't stop. Oh, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, damn. Yeah. Was that the pod friends thing I was supposed to remind you of? No, but uh, I'm glad you did, even though I've got the, the the thing here on my lap that I was waiting for. No, so, uh, yes, before we, we sign off here, I do want to give a shout-out to our friend uh, Jason from the mm-hmm. um, uh, Mind Grenade podcast. He's starting his own podcast with somebody else I can't remember their name. I don't, yeah. Because I'm, I'm bad at, uh, guys, again, I'm bad at podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Should have done research. Guess what? I didn't do research. <laughs> I think we're doing a good anyway. stuff here, acknowledging it, right? You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So he's got a new podcast coming oh, coming yeah. out called Listen Impossible. He uh, sent me a, a t-shirt. Badass. Um, you don't wear graphic shirts. I re- uh, yeah. Graphic tees, right? Yeah. So it, it wouldn't have done you any good. Yeah. He said to me about uh, it. I was like, I honestly just would never wear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like it'd be a waste. I want to support so, it. That's cool. uh, yeah. Shout out to Jason for sending that over to me. I, I appreciate it. And their uh, podcast is coming out on February 28th of this year. They have oh, a yeah. teaser on uh, all available podcast platforms from i understand at least apple Podcasts. that's what i i use yeah, yeah. so uh you can download that teaser there and be sure to subscribe and uh go ahead and throw one two three four five stars mm. their way on that just based on the teaser alone yeah just just do it nike yeah that's you're like that's where i'm at you're like my shirts are nike that's all i'm saying it was just i just want to mention that too yeah. it's on there it's a logo uh, yeah mm-hmm. that's really hey, cool nike Nike, um, we've talked about, come, we've talked about jizz. <laughs> I don't talked think we're about get Nike. Skeet. Uh, I suppose we talk about spunk. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I feel like three's pretty solid. Could we get Puma instead of Nike, you think? It is a Puma. <laughs> I think, yeah, right? there you go. The yeah. ad writes itself. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, everybody let us know if you care to at all. I mean, if white chicks didn't, didn't get people out. To vote on it or tell us anything then i don't know what else will but if you have anything let us know uh, about today's yeah. random topics or anything else uh also i don't know if people are are just like exhausted from november and like having to vote then but guys we need those white chicks opinions yeah and if you're a white chick even better <laughs> you would know are you a black man who dresses up as a white woman i really want to know from you do people think that that's normal do they think yeah. you look okay hey, you know what yeah if that's the case, certainly please let us know. Yeah. You would have immediate dominion and authority yeah. over whether or not the movie White Chicks <laughs> is accurate and or good. We want to see with some of a personal experience in that world, and then we'll we can believe mm-hmm. them. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, you can also uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Five stars is appreciated, and uh, you can contact us through the show notes below through all, all that stuff. So, Brent, mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. I'm I'm going to check out some of the stuff you said. Um, you want to check out anything I said or nah all right cool cool yep. cool uh, like usual yep. um, so uh, anything else for you sir uh, no I'm good all right well until next time I'm Steven I'm Brent and let's talk later
I, uh, I'm very happy that I was able to work in the Blink-182 reference um, that was great. earlier because I was like, hey, Brent, don't forget this. <laughs> and then guess what? I forgot it until oh. the moment that it happened. Yeah. So it really kind of worked out. Um, it was good. That, that's, that's really all I wanted to say. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's all I've, that's all I've got. You're like, I, I peaked um, with that mm-hmm. joke. And then mm-hmm. it's all downhill from there. I peaked, but it was in the center of a valley. So it's, I, is that good? You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like Hard a little, a tiny, like, anthill mm-hmm. in the middle of, like, two huge mountains. That's, yeah. That's the level we rose to today. Or you did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but then you like white chicks, so. I, don't know. I mean, you back down. I mean, we both married white chicks, so I don't know. That's true. What to tell you, yeah. So, are you saying you know they're secretly black men? I I don't know. Should we check? But with all the dicks, I suck. <laughs> I, mean. I don't know if that was on the air or anything. Just be a random one. All right, you want to cut all it right. there? We can stop it there. Yeah. Record. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my wife and I went axe throwing on Friday night. Normally we don't do anything on Friday night outside of like maybe grocery shopping, but she did it earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So we went axe throwing. She uh, reserved us a spot at this local place. I'm sure we both have COVID now, but, <laughs> but yeah. that said, um, there were, have you ever been axe throwing? Uh, no, this intrigues me that it's even a thing. Like, yeah. So they've, they've, bars. they've, yeah. So they've, They've got these, like, cages, so, you know, within the, like, from, like, the main, like, target boards on the back wall, you've got, like, maybe four feet uh, in front of that that is, like, kind of, uh, what do you call it, like, chicken wired off or whatever, mm-hmm. so you're safe, question mark, mm-hmm. uh, right there. Uh, anything beyond that, you're just, you're just plan on taking an axe to the back of the head. But yeah. hopefully it doesn't happen. Didn't happen to me this time. <laughs> You're like, I'm Maybe next time. Though. I don't know. Maybe. A good way to go out. Yeah. A, a unique way to go out. Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. A cautionary tale that people will not heed <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> They'll probably just put a plaque up at that place and be like, this guy died here. And people were like, man, that's, that's weird. Anyway, I'm going to throw this axe. You yeah. know? <laughs> Can I take a picture with the outline of that body? <laughs> uh, actually, the body's still there. We haven't moved it. Yeah. It's like... You know that you sign a waiver when you go in. It's legally our property now. So oh, anyway, wow. take you're, a picture with the body. You're the you're the bearskin rug at that place. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, your dream. Yeah. Why is that skin so brown? Okay, that's a separate <laughs> issue. That's this. Okay, now it's weird. Anyway, so uh, we we're like throwing uh-huh. axes and everything, and uh, you've got these games that you can play, and there were games you play like within your like your group, which is my wife and I, mm-hmm. and then it expands out to being at an overall game for like everybody who's there. And there were two of those. And Steven, we won both of those. What? I know you, I'm not a competitive person yeah. at all. So the victory for me, even though I was like pumping my fist, I was like, yes, the victory was not. Yes, we won. It was, yes, it's over. Now we could do something else. <laughs> Cause you loved it. Uh, no, I, I, I like the axe throwing, okay. but the competition. you know, some, some of the, the targets that you have to hit are very hard. 
And I'm just like, I just, can we, can we please be done so we can move on? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like when we record the show sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, like man, um, I just got to get through this. <laughs> yeah, we have got to be done. <laughs> so anyway, I bring all this up to say that this particular axe place, uh, they have a lot of uh, puns they use uh, mm. relating to axes. And as people know from listening to the show, big fan of puns, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So... For example, one of the things they've got is they have this like um, exercise regimen called exercise. Mm. So you you kind of get it right. Yeah. Like you just use the word axe wherever you can and whatever. Mm-hmm. So as we're like leaving for the night, I saw that they've got these like a little like snack bar station where you can get like Sour Patch Kids and like Chips Ahoy cookies and all this stuff. And I told the ladies at the front desk, I said, hey, you know, if you want to make a sign for this. <laughs> You could just put Wait. snacks, S-N-A-X-E, and they looked at each other like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. And so I was like, oh, they don't get that I'm trying to be, like, super corny with this. So then I really hammed it up. I was like, yeah, yeah, and I did, I did like, three con- consecutive winks. I said, yeah, you can have that, and I like, rolled my eyes up. And if I had long hair, I motioned as if I were to flip it, and then they were just like, okay, yeah, I get, you know, no one's ever said that. Okay. And I'm just like, man. So, you know, just <laughs> you're welcome. And then I just faded off into the night. So I don't think they understood, um, but I was legitimately trying to help them. I think because I, I do think that would be funny if like you went to a place like that and it just said snacks. Yeah. I mean, it's an AXE. It's right there. It's right there. I totally agree with you. I think that's mm-hmm. genius. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, also, yeah. also, they should have uh, a, a clips from the movie Crybaby on there so you can see Hatchet <laughs> Face. <laughs> what if they had like uh, they're one of those like fancy places with TVs above the urinals, and she just pops up? Oh as my your god! Oh my god! See, that would be troublesome because <laughs> you you're already relieving yourself at the urinal. Uh-huh. My worry would be that like your body would just release your bowels at that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the entire innards <laughs> of your skeleton would just drop down through your asshole. So well, yeah, they could be rough. Yeah. But even at a urinal, I mean, your pants are down around your ankles. So there's still like a clear path to a drain. I'm sure somewhere. <laughs> I don't think we've ever spoken about this, <laughs> but when I was in first grade, uh, I'm going to change this dude's name. Just, just, just because case, just, in case. just in case yeah uh let's say his name was sean so mm-hmm. we had this guy <laughs> <laughs> so uh first grade you know we uh, i think my school was the first time i had ever seen a urinal because i grew up in a small town and we just had a toilet in our home obviously and there weren't like a lot of businesses that we frequented mm. to where i would see a urinal but when I went to school, I saw their urinals. I was like, oh, this is, okay, what is this? And then it was like, it's the learning curve on that very quick. Like, you watch somebody use a urinal, and you're like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand how this works. You unbutton your fly, pop your schwanz out, let it go, let it go, mm-hmm. and then, you know, zip back up, and you're on your way. However, this kid named Sean, <coughs> he, uh, he, every time he would use the urinal, he would drop his pants and underwear all the way down to the ground. So he would walk in, his bare ass, bright white cheeks, yeah, right. just staring at you. 
Oh my god. You know those paintings where uh, it looks like the eyes are following you everywhere? <laughs> That's what his butt cheeks were like. It's like they're staring right into oh, your soul. Man. But it's weird yeah. as, like especially as a young kid, you don't want to be the weird one, but you also don't really want to like like you don't want to be the the guy that reaches out and is like, "Hey dude, uh well, reaches out is a weird uh, euphemism there, but you don't want to be the guy that's like, "Hey, you should you should not pull your pants all the way down." You're kind of just like join in at that point. Like, did did anybody actually tell him? Or are you all well, just like, this guy's weird and no one talks to him? So I remember like having a conversation with like some other kids, not even like in my close friend circle, uh-huh. but like, hey, should we, um, should we tell him he doesn't have to do that? <laughs> or like, how do we address this? Like, you know, as a, as a child that, that young, I was like, yeah. what, six or whatever? I would have been like, what? I, I wouldn't have had the like mental capacity to be able to approach somebody sensitively right. to be like, Hey man, the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? What's going on? Why, why are you doing this? Yeah. I know. And this was like the entirety of the school year. Like, he, Oh gosh. Yeah. It's not like he picked up on everybody else. He's probably not like, these fucking weirdos. dropping to their ankles <laughs> with their pants. You yeah. know, it was, it was a trip. He was really was, uh, standing at his ground, you know? Is that what that means? That that phrase? Yeah, it's a Texas law. Ground. You can actually, yeah, you can yeah. pull your pants down on a urinal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed. Yeah. Pants to your spurs, fellas. It's time to use a urinal. Uh, what's? Hey, can I get some more ice in this? <laughs> I like to munch on it when I'm peeing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's left over, I just scoop up in my dip canister. <laughs> which is a repurposed diet mountain dew bottle but hey you get it oh man uh what's weird in texas though is you know we also have like open carry laws for for guns uh Mm -hmm. but along with that stand your ground law at the urinal you're not allowed to um let your gun touch the ground so you have to have a holster that's above your regular pants so it's just a bunch of you know cowboys you know 40 year old cowboys just standing at urinals pants and underwear straight down to the ankles but still mm-hmm. got the holsters on you know got the gun hips and uh i don't know texas you're welcome <laughs> the gun hips yeah i believe we found our sink word oh perfect done okay it. gun hips it is excellent excellent i <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it all right so gun hips on three all right one two three gun, gun hips, hips. Excellent. The longest running TV show of all time. Gun hips. <laughs> hey, Festus, how are your hips? Full of guns, Sarge. Wait, I'm not in the military. I don't know how cowboys work. <laughs> hey, Brent, I'm just uh, testing things out. And I uh, just wanted to say, uh, I, lo- I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, Dick. L P A S.